Good evening and welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. I'm Shannon. And tonight our topic is when life gets in the way. Yeah. Okay. I thought of that topic because it's been like forever since we've done a podcast because life has been getting in the way. And I think this happens in our walk with Jesus and can happen with uh, work and trying to spend time with family. It, I guess life can get in the way of really important stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy for life, for the things in, of the world to distract us. And and some of those things that distract us are very good things. Um, yeah. Things from your job or things from your family or all those kind of things. But as, if we allow anything to really come between us and God, that would become an issue. Now, I don't think anything became between us and God, but it did come between us and, and getting another podcast done. So, yeah, sometimes life gets yeah, our life's been crazy. Gets busy. Yeah, we we've been we've been busy lately. It's busy as far as emotional, and it's interesting family because things. even even the little I don't do a lot of research. Jane will tell you that I I tend, have a tendency to go on the fly, but even the little bit when I look for things about. You know, life kind of getting in the way. Mm-hmm. I don't mean in a scary way. I don't mean right. in as an anxious way. I don't mean in a worrying way. There's a lot of people that post a lot of things on the internet about, oh, what to do when you're worried, or what to do when it gets hard. And I don't know if it's hard. It's just a pace mm-hmm. that you know you don't you get a, you don't slow down as often as maybe you should. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about you know life getting in the way? Well, I guess when I think hear hear that when life gets in the way, my main things is when I when I hear that it's it's probably I'm not getting enough time either with you because there's just a lot of stuff going on, or I haven't talked to my grandson on video messenger for a while. It's getting in the way, or or sometimes. Sometimes I do want, like right now I started a new painting, and I love to spend time painting, but I can't unless it's the right time, you know, I I have to, and I love my new, uh, new hobby of writing poetry, some of it's horrible, some of it's pretty good, but any, I'm enjoying it, but I can't, like, write poetry all the time, I've got other things to do, but mainly... When I say life is getting in the way, it's it's mainly with my relationships. And it's never, as at least where we're at, um, probably because of our age. And we've been married for almost 27 years. And and we have a... God has blessed us so much. We have such a peaceful life here at home. And we really have a good relationship. So it's not that we, we're putting things before each other. It's just sometimes things just happen and and we don't get that time just to sit together and and connecting you know and i think mm-hmm. that's what that's what i i think or sometimes if i have this routine with our son hawken we sit together a lot i read to him we might watch his favorite tv show which is the great british baking show which i do recommend it's really fun to watch even if you don't want to bake but if I if I go for a few days and I don't have my time with Hawk and I feel out of sync. Oh yeah, you get up you get upset if he sleeps when you're reading to him. If he's sleeping too much, 
Well, yeah. And well, she reads. She's been reading out loud to Hawkins for twenty-one years now, and there are some days lately. It seems like there are days when he sleeps a lot during the day. Yeah, and that kind of upsets what. you know the, well, the rhythm a little bit too. So well, and then I always wonder if there's something wrong. But sure, I'm going to read a Bible verse, and I okay. don't know if it is. It's just I open sometimes. Shannon just talked about this at church on Sunday. It was a good. He we also have his sermons on podcast form on Buzzsprout. It's called Green, the Greenbrook Preacher Podcast, and the one I'm talking about was just posted. It's called the Resurrected Life. Very good. Yeah, so, the, the Greenbrook Preacher thing comes from horses. If, you, if you're a horse person, you'd understand what I'm talking about. A Greenbrook horse is one that somebody's gotten a few rides on, but you never quite know what you're going to get when your butt hits the saddle because <laughs> they they might blow, they might not, they might be perfect, but they're not finished. Horses. Mm-hmm. So you're They're saying started horses. You're and a I, started preacher. I see myself as a Greenbrook preacher. I got 90 days on me, but I got a ways to go before I am a finished preacher. So I don't know if I'll ever finish. I think I'll finish when I'm looking face to face with God. But I always think of myself as being just a little bit on the, little bit on the unfinished side, well, for better or worse. Not too many people in this country would say this, but other parts of the country would say you don't look like a preacher. Well, I don't know exactly what preacher's supposed to look like. <laughs> I don't either. Okay. I, I'm currently shaving my head, so I don't have an Oral Roberts haircut. Sorry. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I miss his hair, but I there wasn't a whole lot hair. to miss. I know, but it's cute. <laughs> okay, this is in Zechariah seven, um, and I don't know what verse it is. Oh, it's it's hard to see, boy. Probably verse 11, verse ten. No, that's not why. Okay. Well, she had her reading message, glasses on top of her head. Okay, well, the message hasn't changed. God of the angel armies said then and says now, Treat one another justly. Love your neighbors. Be compassionate with each other. Don't take advantage of widows, orphans, visitors, and the poor. Don't plot and scheme against one another. That's evil. I thought that was good. This, you know, it really gets... Are you getting time with your family? Are you getting time with the people you love? Are you getting time with Jesus? If you're not, then life is getting in the way. Because really, that's what matters. It's the right. What's the most fun thing for you to do? If you could do anything right now, what would it be? G-rated. Probably play with my grandson. Oh yeah. That's probably number one. Number two, just spend time with you, which we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And number three, of course, would be. Um, I love spending time with all of my kids. Just family time is important. I like one of my favorite things to do, besides playing with Weston. I love playing with Weston. Oh, he's so much fun. Um, just to sit and have a really good conversation with a person. Now, I know my family doesn't ever listen to this. If they do, it's okay. But my dream this year, my parents both turn 80 this year. One of them already had their birthday, and the other one will have their birthday next month. So it's they're they're about the same age, but they're both turn 80 this year, and when I and I, uh, God willing, I will go visit them this summer for a few days. They're in Illinois. We're in um, South Dakota, and I really want to have a good conversation with my mom. I just, I just want us to have a really good conversation, and I'd love to also to have a really good conversation with both my brothers. That I will tell you, those are big dreams of mine. When those dreams are fulfilled, I will feel. 
wow, I don't know what I'll feel, but I'll be so happy. I, I, I'm happy now, but I mean, it'll just be such a wonderful thing. A few years ago, I went home to Illinois and I had a, a good conversation with my nephew who just turned 29. His name's Jeffrey. Well, he goes by Jeff now, but, uh, he was showing me around his apartment and then we just sat in his, uh, one of his, or stood in one of his rooms. He was showing me his DVD collection and he, I just got to meet him again. You know, I knew him as a kid growing up and, but I've not spent a lot of time with him as an adult and just turned out to be such, he's a thoughtful man and really is kind and considerate and, and we had such a neat conversation and it's, as you can tell, it meant that much to me because I bet it was like four years ago. I mean, I bet it was four years. It was before Cheyenne was married, mm-hmm. I think. And Cheyenne is going to be married four years in August. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway, so conversations are so important to me. Yeah, and, and that's... Oh, excuse me. That's one of the things that I think gets lost the quickest. Conversation? Yeah, a real honest conversation because we have a tendency to get busy, either busy in thought or busy in body or busy in both. And things take us away from heartfelt conversations. And um, our conversations when we're talking on here, uh, when we're talking just on this podcast are not, you know, Something I take lightly, no. but it's been a couple of weeks since we've done anything, it's been and like that's three. Yeah, sorry but about that. That uh, in and of itself shows that we're getting kind of busy because we enjoy this. Yeah, we really enjoy this time when we get together and talk, and we hope people are listening, and and we'd love to hear from you if you are. But it's just one of those things that one of the first things that suffers when we try and when we are juggling a lot, mm-hmm. is that our, our conversation goes a little bit. You know, here's something, and it I don't know if it's just, I know it's an American thing, but it might be in other cultures too, I do not know. But for some reason, our culture, it seems like you feel you matter more if your your schedule is full. Mm. You know, if you go here and here and here, and it might be all good things you're doing, but for some reason, we kind of equate importance and um, value to all this stuff we're getting done. Mm. And that is not a godly thought. No. God doesn't do that. Um, no. I mean, God, of course, is always working, but he's God. But he gave us six days to work, a day for rest. And his pace is rhythmic. It's, it's sun is up in the morning, and then it goes down at night. And there is a rhythm, and there's seasons, and there's a slow slowness to it, but there's a deliberateness to it. And I think a lot of us would be better off if we let go of some of our activities. Yeah, I I always have equated that. Part of that is just growing up on a farm. I've always equated that as being, you know, God's rhythm. When you get into that, mm-hmm. you do find a peace. Mm-hmm. When sunrise means you're doing something, and sunset means you stop. Yeah. When... You know, there's a time of day when you pause. There's there's all those things, and there's seasons for there's there's seasons for hay. There's seasons for calving, and there's seasons for lambing, and there's seasons for harvesting 
corn and you know there's there's seasons for things and they are consistent and they are continual mm-hmm. and it's a peaceful it is a peaceful existence you can and, work really hard but you're working hard at a pace and you know i don't think that has to be just for farmers or no. ranchers it can be for all of us but i i agree but it's just it's for me personally mm-hmm because when I get into God's creation, I see it more. Oh, yeah. That's why, yeah. I, that's why it's, I guess I'm more sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm out riding my horse in the springtime, mm-hmm. there's something about that. That when I'm riding him in the, in the wintertime when there's snow, which I didn't get to do this year because I was sick, there's something about that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a peace and a rhythm and a, it's like there's a heartbeat you're following, you know? Yeah. Talking about that. Because it is, when you are close to it, it's, it's, it's probably more natural to get into that rhythm. Right. But when we get farther away from creation and not going outside every day, I recommend everyone going outside every day for just a few minutes. Because mm-hmm. that does help you get in tune with God. But when we do not have any part of anything else living, like plants or trees or something like that, we do lose our, our footing on where we where we are from we are part of God's creation and we mm-hmm. should be connected to it and if you spend all your time on a computer because maybe that's your job because that is a lot of people's jobs these days deliberately choose to spend time outside whether it be just for 5 minutes sitting outside before you go in the house or just stop maybe if you Spend some time outside, just like five minutes, and make yourself find something with each of your senses. Like, what? ask yourself, what do you smell? What do you see? What can you hear? Mm. Uh, I wouldn't taste anything, unless you were in a garden, maybe. What can you, uh, <laughs> what can you, what can you, uh, what else, what's the other, touch, what can you touch? I mean, if we all did that, if if that's the only time, I think that would make a huge difference. And also, spend time listening to your spouse or a friend without interruption, or your child, or someone, just to see what they have been thinking about. Maybe just ask, what you've been thinking about lately? And maybe before they say, just let them talk and give them space to talk. And don't interrupt. Don't try to say, oh, by the way, this is what I've been thinking. Just give them time to talk. Because a lot of people don't get time just to talk. You know, we're so in a rush to make our own point, which might be a great point. But when we're trying to formulate our own point, we probably lost half of what that other person was saying. And then we're also probably not looking at them. Because half of communication or more is what you see. Right. Their, Their expression... Yeah, Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. That concept that the path of life that is laid out for us as believers, and if we stay with that path, we find the peace all the way through. You know, that mm. we're following the path that, that Jesus laid out before us. You know, we can walk along and, and see it. it uh, Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Oh, about the lamp there? Yeah. The lamp, it only shows like two steps ahead. 
Right. It's not like a bright sunlight. It's a yep. lamp in the dark. And I, I know you know that, but I, mm-hmm. if you picture that, that means you need to be really paying attention to the path. Yep. You can't just go, oh, I'm going this way. And, and then the meander. light is revealed as you need it and yeah. not in advance. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, can I read this? Because this is kind of what you've mm-hmm. been talking about. This is from the Devotional Message Bible. And Eugene Peterson puts like little talks or whatever in here you know little, little commentaries yeah yeah there yep. you also we and this goes just right with shannon was saying and this is really good we are created to live rhythmically in the rhythms of creation seven days repeated in a sequence of four weeks places us in the rhythm of the 28 day phases of the moon circling the earth this lunar rhythm is repeated 12 times in the annual sweep of the earth and moon around the sun these large encompassing rhythms call forth regularities of spring births, summer growth, autumn harvest, and winter sleep. In creation, we are immersed in rhythms, but we're also composed of rhythms. Physio- physiologically, we live out rhythms of pulse and breath. Our hearts beat steadily, circulating blood through our bodies in impulses of 60 or 80 or 100 times a minute. Our lungs expand and contract pushing oxygen through our bodies 15, 20, or 30 times a minute. This is the nature of the creation of which we are a part. We are embedded in time, but time is also embedded in us. And it goes on. The rest of it's really good, too. But that's all I'll say. But, you know, we could even do that. You could just stop and listen to your own heartbeat for a minute Hmm. and just get in tune with that. But I think we need to stop and take notice of these things. Yeah, and, and rhythm... Music in itself is is a gift, but the rhythm thing, you know, when I hold a baby that's sleeping, and just to listen to that little tiny breath going in and out, in and out, (laughs) you watch that little lower lip tremble or little sucking things with their mouth as they're laying there, that is such a peace-giving thing. It's such a peace-giving thing to find that rhythm. And um, this Saturday, a couple days ago, I went <coughs> went with my son Ryan, and we walked up Bear Butte, which is a it's a butte here in South Dakota. It's a state park. It uh, rises up out of the ground, looks like a giant sleeping bear, and the very top of the very highest peak is about a thousand foot up. But it switchbacks and stairs all the way up. It's it's a it's a healthy climb, and uh, kind of shaky footing and stuff like that. I haven't done anything that challenging in a long time. And because I was sick, I haven't been able to do a whole lot. So um, Jane was worried about me and all sorts of stuff. But I went with my son, and I would go about, oh, 50 yards or so. And then I'd have to pause, catch my breath, bring my heart rate back down, and then go again. And we just did that over and over again. And I apologized to him a couple of times for being slow, and he said, oh, no. He said, this is the way we should do it anyway, because we stop and we look around. Mm. We could go out here and race up there and race back down, but we'd miss the whole point of being here. We could have done that on a treadmill. Mm. And that that concept that he was understanding, and he said, I probably wouldn't have gone any faster by myself because I just like doing this because I don't get out of here. I don't get outside and do this enough. Um, seeing... We didn't see a whole lot of wildlife, but we get, did get to see mockingbirds flying around and watching them in flight, and we got to talk about that. But didn't you see some people? Yeah, there's people, but I mean, just what, what in about general. What those ones? 
She's mocking me now. <laughs> As we walked up, because I was pausing, three young 20-something ladies um, were coming up in their spandex tights and their sunglasses, and one of them had a 15-month-old and a backpack on her back, and I had to get out of the way and let them lap me on the way up, and then it was close to the top. And then we got up to the top, and they were up there, and we were up there, and got my breath and everything. I said, all right, let's start back down. And I did not have to stop all the way down the hill. That's amazing. Except once, because we had to pull over, because they caught up and passed us again. <laughs> But I, I got no ego in it right now. I'm just happy that God's allowed me to have enough breath and enough strength to do something like that. Um, it is amazing. Been a, been a long, a long road since November to get back to some, doing something like this. But I was just absolutely at such peace, even though I would get short of breath, and even though I would be, you know. Heart's going a little harder than it should for what I'm working, and my legs are telling me, you know, you haven't done this in a while. My calves are cramping up, and but I was just, I felt like I was where God wanted me to be at that moment in time. I was with my son, and I was on top of this incredible mountain, looking off into all the different directions. They say, I'm not sure how they know, but they say from up there you should be able to see Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Really, all from the top. You can, you can, the distance when it's not hazy and it wasn't Saturday, you can see that far. You can see see Montana. I did not. I thought he was waving, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) It's just, there's something about that. You know, um, I believe it was Winston Churchill that said there's something about the outside of a horse that's good for the inside of a man. And it's the same sort of thing. That's good. Because when we, when we spend time with God, God's creation, God's creatures, the sky, the wind, all those things. We go out there and we spend that and we see. We just, we're not filled with man-made things. We're filled with God-made things. Mm-hmm. And that is a wonderful thing because you mm-hmm. see the creator reflected in his creation. And I think that's awesome. And when I get on a horse and I point him into, let's go this direction. I don't know how far we're going to go or when. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. No real no real super goals in mind. And I, I focus constantly on training and working with the horse the whole time I'm there. But again, there's a rhythm to that, that Mm -hmm. walk, that trot, that lope, Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, there's a rhythm and you have to get in rhythm with, when you're riding a horse, if you're not in rhythm, you're on the ground. Mm -hmm. You can't ride unless you're, unless you're in the same rhythm. And there's something about that working together like that. I find so peaceful and so relaxing. It's just, it's amazing. Can I share one thing before we go? Sure. Well, two Saturdays ago, it was Easter weekend, and we were blessed with Weston, our little redheaded grandson, who's incredible. He's like 18 months old now, and our daughter and son-in-law, and then one of our other sons was here also. Well, our daughter and son-in-law and Shannon uh, took a trip to Eagle Butte, which is only like, what, nine miles? It's just, mm-hmm. you know, down the road, to, to go do a few errands, and so, of course... My daughter had to text me several times um, because she left little Weston upstairs sleeping on the bed. And she texted me several times, is he okay? Uh, is he still sleeping? Da-da. She was, you know, he's, she's rarely away from him. But he was fine. He was fine. 
So finally, I and I didn't really want to, I wanted to check on him, but I have to be careful. The, the stairs squeak up, you know, make lots of noise. So I went up there, and the first time I looked, and he was fine. He was sleeping. And I kind of shut the door, and, and she then she texted me again. Is he all right? I said, yes, I just saw him. He's sleeping. Are you sure? And um, so I went up the second time, and then he was so darn cute. I just had to lay down beside him. And then he kind of opened his eyes, and we got snuggled a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. It was so sweet. But, of course, then they got home, and she comes charging up the stairs. And I only got to snuggle with them for about five, ten minutes, but it was it was beautiful. And it was one of those moments. And I, I think we can have, I bet, God has a lot of those moments for each one of us, even every day, if we would just take them. We gotta put down the phones. Um, I I think smartphones. I love them because I get to see my grandson talk to me. But also, and you know, you get to keep up with your family. But then a lot of the stuff people do on phones is just a waste of time. You know, if you're gonna talk to somebody, put your phone away, unless there's emergency, like someone's in the ER or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Then that's different. But normally that's not the case. Turn your phone off and just really focus on that person. I mean, yeah, they matter, and so do you. You need this time. Yeah. Take the time to, to put something ahead of all the other things that are going on in your life. You know what? If you've got problems, if you've got challenges, if you've got a to-do list, if you've got all those things, they don't go away. If you just take 20 minutes out of your time and do something that is just peaceful and God-centered, Mm-hmm. whether it's a conversation or whether it's a walk outside or whether it's just a pause to, to recognize what's around you and see what's around you. Um, and don't life watch the is, news much. Life is beautiful. Yeah. I, life is beautiful. Turn off everybody else's opinion. Listen to God. God will tell you life is beautiful. First Timothy 4.4, 4, for everything created by God is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. Oh, that's a good one. Read that again. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. He has blessed us so much. He has blessed each and every one of us with so much, just beyond beyond bare existence. We have so much more than that. Mm. And, you know, the old cliche, stop and smell the roses. Well, stop and smell the dandelions once in a while, too. They're awful special. Mm-hmm. Thanks hey. for listening, and... And uh, we hope next week we'll come back on with another topic and get going again. But yeah, we'll try to get back. We just to want week. we just really wanted to step step out here tonight and just have one little talk with you and and uh, just talk about life. So thanks for listening. God bless. Bye.